and then they seal it up and when you get it you just shake it and then like the brown sugar syrup kind of like does this marbly beautiful kind of effect with with all the the milk or the milk tea whatever you've chosen and then you drink it and it's it's like cereal milk but better Welcome to Set Meals, a weekly food show about the moments that surround mealtimes. I'm Samuel Ashton. And I'm Taylor Fawcett. And aside from our deep-rooted love for a number four at Franco Manca with extra tomato sauce... Or a newfound addiction to Vietnamese iced coffee, we don't know that much about food, but we do really enjoy it. Yes, this podcast, Set Meals, is a weekly food show where we satisfy our creative hunger... As well as our actual hunger... To bring you the most exceptional food podcast this side of the drive through window. We eat out a lot. Too much, probably. Not to mention spending the vast majority of our paid invoices on takeout burritos and cookbooks. So we felt we were in a pretty decent position to take stock of our experiences and make some absolutely fire content along the way. This podcast is a high quality audio food diary designed to take you along for the ride. This week we caught up with Rachel, Kim and Laura of Food and Lycra, three girls that are single-handedly out to help young people, particularly young women, realise their potential through movement and sport. We sat down over a few absolutely massive milky drinks. It's like cereal milk but better. And trays of dumplings. Shout out Dumpling Shack. In a pretty loud Spitalfields market and talk of all things food and all things fitness. All right. Let's do it. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the breakfast show. It's before seven. So early off the back of a very, very heavy, uh, very long bank holiday weekend. For you? Yes. Mine was very chill. You had a very mellow one. I've been in nightclubs and in parks uh, trying to recover from nightclubs. Uh, I ate my way through the bank holiday weekend. Like that. Appropriately for the pod. On brand. Um, went to Rita's on Saturday lunchtime, as did you. <laughs> as did I. We bumped into each other. We completely unintentionally bumped into each other. I was coming back from Rita's having had a uh, Tony and iced coffee. I was craving an iced coffee. Again, because it was like 30 degrees. Mm. And you're on the way with your girlfriend. Uh, I'm on the way to Bodega Rita's. It is very hot. I'm going to get a Tony and a Cafe Suda, and I'm going to sit in the sun and I'm going to bloody enjoy it. I'm genuinely doing exactly the same thing in about 14 minutes. Uh, we had this, the weekly special, Bank Holiday special. Oh, yeah, how was it? Amazing. It okay. was really good. Good cream cheese. Aubergine put me off because I don't like aubergine. That yeah, much. but it, was, it wasn't even a thing. It wasn't even I a wish thing. I knew that. Yeah. It was mainly a really nice, big, sweet red pepper and salami and uh, sweet chilli crisps in it. Yeah, right. I saw that. Yeah, they look, it looked good. It was really nice. Uh, and a king bar me. And then Sunday, we went to Popham's. The new one. The new one. The big one. The one that used to be raw duck. Yes. Which, um, as a space... Sorry to cut in. As on. a space, by the way, feels com- like so much smaller than raw duck. Yeah. Raw duck felt massive. And that, that space just feels like it's a half the size. It's weird. I think it's got something to do with the fact that they've now got loads of bread ovens in there. Right. So that sort of like... Hey, creates, a likely excuse. Well, creates like a false wall. But you went for dinner. We went for dinner, yeah, pasta night. Mm. So Wednesdays through Sundays they do pasta. It's a good vibe, that. Mate, Such it was so good. You know, I knew it was going to be good because the pastries are amazing. Mm-hmm. The pastries, by the way, are stupid how good they are. Some friends of mine went on Tuesday and in the midst of voice noting me taking the piss out of this podcast, doing their best impressions of us. I'm Samuel Ashton. And I'm Charlie Fawcett. And this is Set Meals. 
tonight. I know, start again. Oh, sorry. And we're in Popham's Bakery tonight. Just on that little corner of uh, Richmond Road. No, well, it needs to be more like this. I've just sat down. This is my impression mm, of Taylor. Well I've done. just sat down. Yeah, yeah. I've just sat down. And what they've given me is balsamic butter. Balsamic butter. It's what shit. the fuck? We started off with some of their sourdough. So obviously they bake with their own bread. Mm -hmm. Does a yawn there, showing how early it is. They bake with their own bread with balsamic butter. Mate, balsamic Ugh. butter, I've never had it before. And it was like, it was so good. It was just like two slices of sourdough. Nice. And then we had um, two different types of filled pasta. One was just like this uh, capoletti, which had this taleggio cheese in, like really cheesy. Mm -hmm. Punchy. Like really punchy. Right, okay. This is what had the grapes on. Mm. A balance. Hazelnuts on as well. Nice. Yeah, mate. It was so, like, it was so cheesy, but then you get the fresh bite mm -hmm. of the grapes. Really good. Uh, and uh, Anduja. Mm -hmm. Or as I got told by my friend, apparently I'm saying it wrong, Anduja. I've been told conflicting things. So I'm just going with, just maybe just do ya. Do ya. And just drop the N. Doja. Doja, do ya. Uh, we had a, a filled pasta with that. I mean, can't go wrong. And, though, then, right? and then this, and then we did order another one, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was just like a really fresh tomato-y. Honestly, she was, she said to us before, she went, the sauce is just olive oil, an olive oil emulsion with tomato juice and pasta water. She went, but you will think you're just eating melted butter. Really good. Nice. The vibe. Honestly. The big vibe. Some of the best pasta I've had. I've only been on a weekend morning and it was fucking busy, but it was a really nice, it was a really nice atmosphere, actually. Mm. It was really good. Send them stream through the windows. The service, like you say, was really, really good. Thank I've got a meeting with Poppins on Wednesday. Or well, maybe we'll hear about them mm, on maybe the Maybe we will. Last night, about 12 hours ago, went to a very old friend of mine who I used to, hang, like, used to be friends with when we were like seven years old who for the last three or four years has been doing uh, street food, to use the, the devil's term. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, he's been doing that and he's just finishing now his month's residency at a pub in Clapham called The King & Co. And honestly, it blew my mind. Not just because he was my friend, mm -hmm. but because it was some of the most original food I've had in yeah. ages. Imagine a plate of ribs, but instead of meat, it's just corn. But it's still, it's still got that like semicircular... Thing of a rib, shape the bend, of a rib. The rib the bend. The texture was like a rib. The taste was like a rib. I'm at my mate Charlie's pop-up at the King & Co in Clapham. And I'm eating the best ribs I've ever eaten in my life. And they're not even ribs. They're corn. So weird. It just had like a chilli rub on it. And mm. it had miso early on the side. This tempura, tender stem broccoli with honey, sesame arbold and chimichurri. Absolutely sick. Gado gado rolls with peanut sauce crunchy chili and garlic which are basically like his take on a Vietnamese summer roll and it was like a really posh Vietnamese summer roll it was really good um, we had some pickled cucumber we had some soft shell crab the menu was like so interesting huh. it, I'm, I'm sad he finishes on Saturday which is in four days mm -hmm. I'm sad that he's finishing because I wish I could recommend it to more people I wish I'd gone down earlier uh, what's the location and address you can't really recommend it because this is going to be out it's going to be gone yeah I mean if anyone wants to go down Friday, like Thursday night tonight or Friday you should definitely do it. Mm -hmm. uh, the King & Co. It's basically a uh, five-minute walk from Clapham Common Station. Oh, it's south. I, yeah, I can't tell you anything more about it because I never go down there. On Friday... Before bank holiday uh, festivities, are they festivities if it's a bank holiday? Uh, for you, they are, yeah. We met up with our friends, Laura, Kim and Rachel of Food and Lycra. More guests. Who are Food and Lycra. 
Food and lycra. Who's food, who's and, and who's lycra? That's all I want to know. Not not old friends of ours, but we've known them for a couple of years. Yeah, we did some work with them a year and a half ago. Two years ago, maybe? Probably more like two, yeah. We started a WhatsApp group, and we got in touch with them, and we were like, guys, Friday, what are you doing? We want to do an app. We've got an idea for an app. Let's have a chat. Let's see some dumplings. Um, we arrange a time, etc. And then the bombshell was dropped that we should go for a mud flip. Yeah. Bef- pre-interview, pre-dumplings, mud flip. Which we did not know we what that was. We did no, no. Guys, so this, the mud flip is basically the hype beast version of all bubble teas out there. Like, it releases at all their locations at different times around like 4pm or 5pm and there's limited stock. So if it's sold out, that's done for the day. Like, you can't get it again until the next day. It is brown sugar syrup with the like the boba balls yeah so it's at the bottom and then they either you've got two choices you've got the even milk which they pour on top or their tea their milk tea which they pour on top of this brown syrup with the with the boba balls and then they seal it up and when you get it you just shake it and then like the brown sugar syrup kind of like does this marbly beautiful kind of effect with with all the the milk or the milk tea whatever you've chosen and then you drink it and it's it's like cereal milk but better apparently the reason why this one specifically was sought after is because they serve it from four o'clock only and there's like limited quantity of it yeah you can only order one per person I think the way it was described was it was the it was the hype beast bubble tea or the hype bubble tea yeah well I was on board because I'm a sucker for hype. So yeah, and when we arrived, it, there was there was a lot of hype. It was intense. We arrived and they were like holding our space in the queue, and we basically just like slotted in, sort of got like told what to order, and then looked around and we realised it was like people behind us. The woman in front of us serving us was like a bit confused, but also like a bit shit. We were about as close to Hugh Grant in that situation as we're ever going to get. Oh hi! Oh hi! Hi! Sure. Go, 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 next to 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 Limited quantity. We definitely just pushed in front of all of these people. Oh, one <laughs> one per person. We, I think we have. Uh, life size or regular size? Uh, regular size is fine. Thank you. Why? Oh, oh sorry. Can I get one milk and one tea? Sorry. No, 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 no. You guys order. You sure? No, no, no. She's doing all right. Sorry. Do it. Do it. Oh, what am I doing? Yeah, take the lead. One take the lead. Take one the lead. Tea. One tea, one milk. One tea, one milk. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. What do you think? Hello. Hi. How are you? Sorry, can we cancel one of those? It's okay. Can we cancel that and make it... Um, which one do you want? Give me that one. The passion fruit. Bumbling. So we collected our teas. Uh, and we set off to find somewhere within Spitalfields to sit well, down. But you don't like porous things. Right, yeah. Yeah, you, I don't. I don't like things. Skim over it. I don't like things that have lots of holes next to each other. Which is the thing. A real, the real it's a thing. Real phobia. We've spoken about it on the pod before. Anything that has lots of holes together or lots of little balls together, which it did. 
which it did in the bottom of it, which didn't really reveal themselves until about halfway through it. And it put me off at the end, to be honest. Did you not enjoy the taste of it? It's not really for me. I don't, I'm not, it's, it's too sweet for me. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. You, but I, ch- I chugged mine right down. Yeah. I didn't not like it, mm. but I would never actively buy one again. It sounds to me like you didn't like, uh, like no, it. <laughs> no. Uh, fine. I just didn't do anything for me. All right, fine. Fine, frankly, fine. Frankly, the little balls are just gross. I actually didn't dislike it. I put on a brave face, though. You did. You did. You know what? You tricked me. I thought you liked it. Apart from the weird sort of milky residue left in my mouth post bubble tea initiation, I think it's a vibe. My name's Kim. I'm Laura. I'm Rachel. And we're Food and and Lycra. Lycra. (laughs) We we started Food and Lycra about six years ago. Uh, No, almost almost seven years ago now. Coming up to seven. Um, as a platform just to share our kind of love for food and fitness and we essentially um, wanted to kind of share, share oh my throat went away <laughs> we, we essentially yes. wanted to share that, that love for this in the, in the hopes that other people will see like how easy and like pressureless food, um, fitness is and how um, hopefully people will enjoy fitness as much as we do and their love of food as well. Now, now we aim to help young people realise their potential through movement and sport, particularly young women of colour. Especially, yeah. yeah. It's a good strap line. Uh, we said that last like five times. But I still, still, still can't get it in one go most of the time. What Kim said, plus just trying to make fitness more fun and accessible. Um, and to remove all the pressures of it and make people fall in love with the feeling of doing sport. It's not all about slim waist, big belly, you know? Yeah. Like, it's... Forget the that. results, just enjoy the, the ride. The, like, the Food and Lycra brand is very cool, and it's a very cool offering, and they, like, they're killing it, and they're doing it really well. I feel like the underlying message of, of what they're doing is, is heartwarming, but it's just nice to see people doing something that actually is for something. We talked a lot about like fitness influencers and uh, high-end gyms, and I use the word wellness very loosely, mm. but it just feel like the fucking the stuff they were doing is like really important and not really talked about that much. I think it's because we've grown up in it. Like, we're big sisters now. So we, we've realised that, and we're like, oh, you know what? In the fitness industry, there's no one talking to these young people who are so easily influenced by these influencers who are like, oh, do this and you'll get abs. Oh, do this and you get a bigger bum, and it all being about aesthetics. And we're just like, oh, you know what? If nobody else is going to take responsibility, we we should. Yeah, you know? and it's also and also, there's just not many women of colour doing it, you know. Yeah. So then, like, loads of young girls of colour are just like, oh, it's not for me. Yeah. So yeah. then, we want to change that. It shouldn't yeah. be like that. You know? so, we've, we've basically gone from kind of like trying to inspire girls to move to actually getting girls to move now. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Nice one, Rachel. Lovely. Excellent. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, 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 it's true. That is. That's fully. Take note of that, please. Take note. <laughs> Strap line. Healthy doesn't, doesn't mean a six pack. <laughs> one, two, higher. Instagram. Seeing all these fit mom after, like, they literally pop out of the hospital and it's like. Put a six pack. 
we're more passionate about getting that message out there. So we're here to clear that up. One, one go at a time. I worked about 10 years ago, was when I met Laura. 10 years ago. We worked in retail together and we became friends through that. And then I know Kim through a mutual friend, so um, our friend Jahira. She uh, shouted Jahira for bringing the crew together. She uh, she went she went to university university with Kim, but secondary school with me, and then mutual friend. And then we all collectively went away on holiday together. So we went to Thailand for like a couple of weeks. Laura was the basically the stranger in the group. Um, but yeah, we all we all went away, got along, shared a love for food. Yeah, and that's, I that's think how that was we, the first passion, food. Yeah. And that's how we clicked. Was, was, was the food thing, you said that was the original passion, was the fitness thing originally sort of like way up, way up of the region? Or was it yeah. never ever like uh, Laura used to just go to these Friday night Aerobic, training not session. training sessions aerobic, with, you know. not aerobic, <laughs> training session where like these calisthenic guys would be doing madness like pull ups and all that. It's basically a boot camp. Yeah, and like um, they'll be blaring out music on a Friday night. And I was like, that was like thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like oh, everyone, Spartan fam. Spartan fam, yeah, everyone be wearing garden gloves, crawling around in Shoreditch Park. They literally madness. used to, wow. literally used to yeah. be like, yeah. go to the pound shop, buy one pound gloves because it doesn't come rain or shine. We're working out. So we're working oh, out in rain. Yeah. December, December Friday night. <laughs> Friday night as well, you know. We used to have to run from 1948 in Shoreditch oh, to Shoreditch Park. Cool through months. It was sick though. It was sick. And then yeah, after that, we'd go to, out to eat, and that was like life. And then, and Laura also was a part of Run Them Crew, and like running everyone. When she did, she shout had done out Run Them Crew. Shout out Run Them Crew. <laughs> shout out Charlie Dark. Um, she did um, Amsterdam Half Marathon. And I was like, what? You was can... it on my own doing this? Yeah. You did that by yourself, yeah. And I, I, think, I, I think remember you do thinking, it to try and catch man. Yeah, oh, true. yeah. True. She basically yeah. tried catch. Her, her now baby daddy <laughs> yeah it did work <laughs> but yeah like, I remember thinking oh. <laughs> I was thinking oh Laura wow you did 13.1 miles raw how and I was like oh let me join I want to try and do that and then we signed up for Paris Half Marathon and then um, we all ended up joining Running Crew and then started doing races all over um, Europe yeah. yeah we did Copenhagen we done Berlin we did London Marathon together it's been sick. We did Rotterdam 10k. What an infamous Lord 10k, boy. We, did, yeah. we ran in Mexico. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. It's, it's we been... basically got dropped off by a van about 10 or 15 kilometres away from a site. Oh, what was it called again? Tulum? Yeah. It was just for fun. For fun. No, we, we basically went to visit some ruins <laughs> and then we got a driver to take us to the ruins and then but he dropped us off in the middle of nowhere about 10 kilometers away and we ran there and we basically got the worst sunburn in our lives we were amateurs yeah, pathetic yeah. It, was, it was yeah it was horrible to watch but i couldn't take off my sports bra for like five pretty early on in this interview i remember thinking you know what if the energy is this contagious sitting and eating dumplings christ knows what our class is like i was in a textile company yeah i was a visual merchandiser manager for a big textile company. <laughs> You're not going to say it? Yeah, I was working for Nike. Yeah. Um, I was an auditor at a big, at a big four corporate company. company. Yeah. <laughs> I did that for five years. She's a chameleon. I am a chameleon. But you know what? I was just like, oh, you know what? I, need, I was just hustling, to be honest. I was just like, I will adopt this character play a role yeah i'll play a role to to 
get ahead, you know? And that was the only way at the time I knew how. So I was just like, oh, I'll do this and I'll try to get what. <laughs> but yeah, I, but I was a maths teacher before that. Yeah. Like, when you when you I, left I, uni? Yeah, when I left uni. Oh, yeah. She was an MC. I was a grime MC before. That that is a madness to look back on because I was fully in it. At 16, yeah, I was like to my mum, I was like, no, I was Shut fully. Why did you just say that? I was. They're gonna Google her now, Rachel. Wow, can you beat that out? Don't don't tell anyone that MC. Oh, we can beep it out. We'll beep anything we like out for fuck's sake. Oh, whoops. No, you won't find it. Because luckily, Channel U was not about back then. Thank goodness. But yeah, um, my mum said, said to me, oh, you know what, you either stop MCing and carry on, edu- uh, carry on with your education, or you carry on MCing, but you don't live here anymore. Oh, pressure. I was just like, well, well, I cried my eyes out for like two days because I fully thought I was going to take over kick Lady Sovereign to the side and <laughs> you like fully into it you like yeah I did a competition on CBBC I won it it was a phone in vote I won the competition this other jungle MC on there he cried because he didn't win it was jokes I've got tape decks we were after Rough Squad do you know Rough Squad they she did a BBC documentary yeah we had Romy on there like so, Oh, mad. It was mad. Uh, that will be on the internet somewhere. Thank you. Um, if you I don't know if you'll please, find it. Please send it to me. We, we've got these um, three kids who were totally out of grime at the time. Like some classical musicianist and someone else and someone else. And we had, taught, we had to teach them to MC. Romeo came on the programme. Romeo from So Solid. Taught them, Romeo gave them some time. tips. <laughs> and then their task was to MC on stage in Ocean, which is now Hackney Picture House, because that used to be a club. And we... Yeah. yeah, yeah, it used to be a, a nightclub with three rooms and a studio, a recording studio, where we used to record some tracks. But yeah, um, they they had to MC at, on the 21s. Oh, it was a nightmare. Everyone booed them off stage. I was 14. Line up, Kano was there. Yeah, because he was in Nasty Crew, DWE. Like they came on after. Emma was there. She saw it all happen. My crew had a fight on stage with another crew. So it was blows on stage. We don't promote violence. Don't promote violence. But I was young, 14. Kim, like security, please come to the stage. Oh, oh Laura. At this point, it's worth noting that the pan-fried soup dumplings that Laura was eating did go everywhere. At the end of last year, like we were just like, we I think we came to a bit of like a standstill with food Minecraft, and I think that's normal. Any business, yeah, anything you do, you, yeah, exactly. And you're a bit like, okay, like. What are we doing? Like, we need to change. We need, we've we've changed like careers like numerous times. Like, we need to, yeah, exactly. And and us as well. Like, we've all we've all changed careers because of being like her. But like, what's next? Laura's a chef now, by the way. Yeah. You, you yeah Laura's a chef now. She wasn't before. Um, but, but yeah, like, we were just like, we need to we need to basically change what we're doing if we want to continue doing it and we want it to be a success and we need to do something about it. And um, 
And yeah, and then we were like, okay, what do we need to do? We need to be a bit more present. We need to be underground talking to them. If we actually want to make a difference to young people, we need to talk to them. We need to be where they are. We just, we just basically need to be like, just do events and make that difference. And and that's that's what we committed to. And since then, we've been very busy. Like every every month, we're doing events pretty much. Once you have that focus, you kind of like determine what that purpose is. Exactly. It makes it so much easier. Exactly. Yeah. Like running around the dark for a long time. Exactly. I want to do this, but we don't need no. And then you just you just know that like when we when even we're keeping our social media quite active, but we're like we're posting things and we're like, but why? What what are we saying? Why are we posting? And then as soon as we both of us are like, yep, we'll do more events. Just things just start to happen, and yeah, yeah, we do do quite a lot of like brand collaborations, but. The stuff that we do with brands is because they believe in what we do. Mm-hmm. We're not doing something to fit in with like their agenda. Like yeah. it, it happens to like work really well. Like we, we, everything just the stars just align almost with a lot of the brands that we've been working with, and they believe in our vision. They want to help. They want to help us, and in in return, we are helping them get after whatever they need to get after as well. So it's been quite a mutual. All, all our all our partnerships have been like mutual, mutually beneficial. And definitely seems to like. Standing apart from a lot of people in the space, doesn't seem like anyone is doing anything. Yeah, I agree. Because I'm not here and I see on social what you guys are doing here in London and the time and energy they spend to actually get all these young girls active and moving. And even like, you know, we were talking earlier about how expensive it is to actually get to these classes, they actually make it affordable. So people that would never actually spend those like 40 euros per class or per session to a fitness class actually make it to their class and they absolutely enjoy it. And here, I've never seen it. The only thing I've seen for young people is football. Yeah. You know, it's only like, yeah, football, like football coaching for the older young boys, but actual general fitness for young girls or just young adults, I, 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 I do. I reckon there. I think there are a lot of people. Do, not a lot. There are people doing it, and maybe like we're just a bit more savvy about it in terms of like social media, showing people. Because there are so many people that, even people like Stephen that we know who are doing so much stuff on the ground, like community stuff, week in, week out. But it's just, it's just you know, diff, there's just like differences in terms of like what's seen and what's not, and you know, like we're just a bit more savvy. But you're a lot more. You like. The big sisters. The main takeaway for me was that I came off, came away from it feeling like a total fraud. <laughs> because we don't, we, we do caveat that we don't know that much about food. But basically at the end, we asked them what some of their favourite places were. And they just listed off all these places that I'd never even remotely heard of. Yeah. Again, again, feeling like Hugh Grant. Biang Biang. I like Biang Biang noodles. Oh, I thought that was a Biang Biang. <laughs> we're going dim sum. Uh, well, China. Well, China's China's China. China. This one is nice. Yiban yeah, yeah, is actually sick in regards to most of the places the girls are raving about, it was delightful to hear that it was a shared love for taro in there. I just love taro, but I left she three years ago. I love taro. I left she three years ago, taro. and I know a lot of things have opened. I've missed everything like for the last three years, but taro has been like ten years. Ten years of taro, and I took my daughter there. She liked it too, <laughs> and it's just it's just in my heart. So it's just one exactly. of my favorite. Yeah. I can't, even if like that's the word, emotional attachment. Yeah, they've seen all my boyfriends. They met my mom. <laughs> now they've met my child. All my boyfriends. Yeah, literally. <laughs> 
Everybody's been decade, to Darrow. Decade of life. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks again to the Food and Likely Girls uh, for spending a few hours with us on a Friday afternoon and for introducing us to bubble tea, which we uh, very much had not delved into before. If you are a person of any age or gender, basically any person <laughs> human being they do classes fitness classes and like pop-ups and bits and pieces that you would probably really enjoy check out food and lycra on instagram at food and lycra check out set meals on instagram at set meals podcast and uh we'll be back next week with a very dishumi episode see you next week <laughs>